Welcome to the Steve Reads His Post podcast. For those of you who are too busy or too lazy to actually read my post, I've taken on the huge effort of reading them to you. Enjoy! Dynamics 365, The Price of Currency Yes, I know, I made up a new term, currency. I'm sure there's a better word for what I'm thinking, but I've already typed this one, and changing it at this stage of the game would simply require too much effort. But probably not as much effort as writing this whole paragraph to justify it, but now I've gone and done that, so there's really no going back now. So let's talk about currency. The other side of the mirror. I've been spouting off quite a bit lately about the evolution of Microsoft business applications and partners needing to get up to speed. No small topic, to be sure, and one that will be crucial to Microsoft's success with growing our mutual customer base. What I've not spoken about as much is the view of all this massive change from the customer's standpoint. It seems they are not nearly as excited as we are. Congratulations, you've been force upgraded from hamburger to lobster, but I'm allergic to shellfish. The concept of keeping instances current, and ultimately everyone on the same version, has clear value to Microsoft and its partners. With the rapid advancement of the platform, supporting old versions is just not an area where any of us wants to invest our precious time and resources. I mean, we're in a damn race here against, well, everybody. For new customers, the story looks pretty amazing. For existing customers, not so much. I feel the earth move under my feet. When Microsoft launched Dynamics CRM Online back in 2011, a fair number of customers jumped on the bandwagon. The growth trajectory has been pretty steady since. Customers paid us and other partners a lot of money to customize their instances to fit their needs over the years. But I don't know that enough of them grasp the difference between on-premise versus SaaS beyond the subscription versus perpetual cost aspects. I don't think they fully appreciated what out of their control means. Many customers invested large sums of money building mission-critical applications on top of a tectonic plate. This is not a Microsoft issue, it's a SaaS issue and the entire world is racing to SaaS as fast as they can. Businesses today will need to have flexible needs. Buyer's Remorse You know that feeling you get when you see the new model of your three-year-old car at a stoplight? Wow, they completely redesigned it. It looks so modern, faster, more powerful, yet with better gas mileage, and the new tech they added is incredible. Suddenly looking back at your car, it seems like a piece of shit, even though you were perfectly happy with it yesterday. That's it. I'm trading it in on a new one. But wait a minute. I'm upside down on mine. Damn, I'm stuck. Maybe in a year or two. This is where a segment of on-premise customers are sitting today. They're envious of the features, but have not yet recovered their prior investments. It takes a pretty confident person to march into their boss's office and ask for more money when they said, this is all we'll ever need, the last time they asked. Just stay on premise? That is certainly an option and one that many are electing, apparently. You already own the software, it's functioning adequately for your business, and you spent a buttload of money getting it the way you want. So why are Microsoft and your partner hammering you to move to the cloud all the time? Is there really a compelling reason? A reason that is compelling enough to jump from the static world of on-premise to the continuous motion world of SaaS. It depends. Don't you hate when people say that? You just want a black and white yes or no answer, but instead you get an it depends. 
Maybe we should review the pros of each, which are also mostly the cons of the other. Pro on-premise. You own the software. Unless you also purchase software assurance, your ongoing cost to Microsoft is Zippo. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. After all the pain and expense of getting it exactly right for your organization, the system is finally running like a well-oiled machine and will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. There is a person or persons who are being paid to keep that system humming and they have job security. If something goes haywire, you have direct access to the database as an option to fix it. You can write SSRS reports using SQL since you can access it directly. You finally got all of your finicky integrations working. You can utilize a large amount of cheap additional storage. It works fast, even with lousy or no internet connection. You can continue to use the classic UI indefinitely. Some third-party solutions you depend on don't have a SaaS version, plus 50 more reasons that are unique to you. Pro SaaS. All future development of any consequence by Microsoft will be on the SaaS products. You're not frozen in time. Scale up and down as needed without buying infrastructure that sits idle. Servers will always be patched as soon as possible, meaning the security will be at least as good as on-premise and probably a lot better. Disaster recovery is baked in. You could create customer, partner, or community-facing web portals. You have a consistent and known backend to simplify partner development and support, advanced AI capabilities and relationship insights, Dynamics 365 for marketing, field service, and project service automation capabilities, access to the full suite of citizen developer power platform tools so you're not completely hostage to your partner or the one person on your staff who built everything, never have to upgrade again, period. Microsoft support has full telemetry on your SaaS instances, allowing them to more quickly fix your issues. That same telemetry allows Microsoft to fix issues before you're even aware of them. And depending on your size, Microsoft will foot the bill to move your ass over. Plus, 50 more reasons that are unique to you. I have to give credit to several MVPs who helped me flesh out the above lists. Nick Dolman, Mike Ox, Aidan Kaskella, Joel Lindstrom, and Andrew Botenko. The price of currency. Back to the topic of this post. As I think about it, there is obviously a cost to keeping current, but there's also a cost to not keeping current. Some of these costs have nothing to do with Microsoft, but rather are specific to your own industry, competition, or customer expectations. For example, let's say that you and your primary competitor are both using Dynamics on-premise. You hear through the grapevine that your competitor is moving to the SaaS version. Would that concern you? I would venture to guess that your on-premise system aligns to the description often provided by the leader of the Dynamics Engineering team, James Phillips, as a forms over data reporting system. As long as your competition was limited to the same capabilities, no problem. But what if they added everything under the process column above to their arsenal? Uh-oh. Maybe you want to explore doing this first. Let's assume you are on the SaaS version, and for those that aren't, this will be a peek at what they get to deal with. Updates every six months. That sounds scary as hell. It is scary, and it is bumpy, but getting less so with each update. Updates bring new capabilities, and if you are on-premise, you might not know what those are. But you don't necessarily have to activate them immediately. 
In theory, new potentially disruptive features and capabilities are off by default, so you should not have to worry about your users running around like the house is on fire every six months. I say in theory because some things will not be off by default, or they won't stay off indefinitely. Updates are probably the biggest issue that we all need to worry about. They will add some angst to your life every six months, even if they go perfectly smoothly. If they don't, then you'll find yourself scrambling for a little while grabbing the loose wires and reconnecting them. You should also prepare to be frustrated when Microsoft makes available a robust new feature in an update that you just paid dearly to have custom developed. Maybe you can ask your developer for a refund. The real price of currency is change management, a term that seems to have risen in prominence with the task revolution. In the on-premise world, it reared its head every several years, or for some customers, once a decade. In the SaaS world, it is now a minimum every six months, and maybe more often than that. Change management is a bitch. The biggest appeal to moving to SaaS are the promised gains in productivity, efficiency, engagement, analytics, etc., but none of those are automatically realized. They're just made available. In fact, change management is such a big topic, I think I'll save it for another post.